Welcome back to Balance Boldly, the podcast where we get bold about our balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, balance and relationship advisor for bold women in business and a few brave men. This segment is brought to you by Fresh Level Productions, a video marketing agency that helps you attract, engage, and convert prospects to clients all with the power of video. Visit FreshLevelPro.com to schedule a brainstorming session with a video marketing expert today. We are back in this at this season, I was about to say this episode, right? This season of pivots, all of those personal investments of viable opportunities to transition. That's what your pivot is for. It's for you to welcome the transition and not feel like it's something that just fell on you and you can't escape and you're running from it or you're scared of it or worse, you're ashamed to be in the midst of it. All of us pivot for some reason at some point. A couple of weeks ago, we heard from Lolly Dosko and she said she pivots every single night with her own personal statements and questions to herself of what awesomeness did I do today and what can I do even greater tomorrow? That is her welcoming in a pivot. We all need to make sure that we invite change to come sit at the table and not run and hide from it, right? And change obviously produces transition. So this episode, we have the opportunity, the blessing and the grace to be sitting in front, virtually sitting in front of Natalie Natalie's an expert in personal and professional synergy. She's most known for founding Code Next Generation, which is a community of organizations that successfully transition teens to adulthood. Natalie was named one of John Maxwell's top 100 leaders and is now a coach, speaker, and independent sales trainer with Brooks Enterprises. She's also the central regional manager for the National Association of Professional Women. Some of you know that as NAPW. And she develops youth for workplace success through her company, Millennial Leadership Experts. All things millennial. We're about that life. We love our millennials, not just because I have children that happen to fall in that age range. Natalie, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I am super fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You know, I've been waiting to get you on this podcast for a minute, so I'm excited that you are here. Natalie and I go back, oh God, at least three years now, Um, maybe four, I think. We were both presidents for NAPW. I was the Philadelphia chapter president. And at that time, weren't you in a different state, Natalie? Yeah, I was in Stafford, Virginia, and now I'm in uh, Atlanta. Moving and shaking. That's what I'm talking about. As you're about to be on your way to a whole nother state when we end this podcast, which is awesome. (laughs) She said, I'm not talking about it. I'm being about it. She is a woman on the move, which I absolutely adore. Uh, When Natalie and I talked about what season she would be best for, we, you know, because I try to match all of our experts to the specific season that I think their expertise and their experience and their personal life challenges success and struggles could speak to and we targeted pivot partially because she's a mama you know you're constantly dealing with transition there and she's changed states which means changed schools and cultural engagements and new neighbors and new friends and all of those things while running a business in the midst of all the other things that life had to offer her so today when we dive in we really wanted to talk about when you need to learn how to quit and you know to welcome your pivot right like some things we just need to stop 
we need to pause or stop completely forever, but more so in the, you know, let's just take a break from whatever that is. And Natalie, I would love for you to talk to everyone about anything in your life, whether your professional life or your personal life that you feel like you needed to just give yourself permission to quit. So you could literally make room for whatever was best and next knocking on your door. So it's funny because, um, I coined being a professional quitter, the person who starts and stops things and one relationship to the next moving around all the time doing everything so when I say I mastered quitting <laughs> you know it, it was in a self-sabotage mm-hmm. kind of way mm-hmm. but what I've matured into is actually knowing when it's the proper time to quit as you stated um, there are healthy ways to quit And for me personally, being a person who generates peace and, and, you know, being focused and energy and, you know, happiness, you know, I'm very in tune with the way that I feel. So, you know, with mental health and, and, and stress and all that stuff going on around, I'm very conscious to when something is for me Mm -hmm. and when something is not for me. That's why I'm an advocate advocate for an internal environment, creating your own internal environment. Mm. And because that is intact and in place for me, I know when I need to step back from something. And that's what I call quitting, is let me step back. Because before I would quit, drop, leave, it's over. And quitting has now become, let's step away from this thing. Because if I go into it, I'm not going to do it at 100%. Right. I'm too tired. I'm emotionally drained. I have too much going on. Let me step away from that because everything that I do, I should do at my maximum potential Mm -hmm. in excellence. And I will not be able to do that in the space and condition that I am in. I absolutely love that. I mean, what you just defined is what makes a great leader. Right. You know, like everyone has to have their own definition of leadership and, you know, it should evolve and grow just like we evolve and grow with time, with more coaching, with more professional development, with more exposure. But for me personally, part of what you just said is actually a part of my personal definition of what leadership is, which the first step of it is literally stepping back and acknowledging the other perspectives of other people, recognizing my own biases, my own gaps, my own flaws, and then most importantly, listening to the vibration of the rooted issue, whatever the real issue is, before I try to magically come up with strategic solutions or start delegating duties to other people. And you just define that in embracing the fact through your maturity that you've recognized, you know, quitting is not a bad thing when you can use it strategically to give yourself respite, to help yourself rebu- reboot. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> and I was about to say rebuke, girl, don't get me started. But we can rebuke some things too now. But, you know, right? But, to, you know, literally refuel so you have the energy you need for that thing you want to do in excellence instead of just sparsing yourself all over the place and not really having enough great energy for everything you want to conserve your energy for the things that you really want to be excellent in and that means sometimes pushing the stop button on whatever might have just been a great idea for at the wrong time or a horrible idea right (laughs) absolutely absolutely and um my definition 
definition, you know, um, as a John Maxwell certified coach, you know, it, it, he nails it. Mm-hmm. Leadership is influence. Mm-hmm. Leadership, leadership is about a leader is one that knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. So, you know, my definition of leadership under those terms is, you know, you are a leader, like the leader, when you become the person that you would want to follow. Mm. Yes. When you are so in sync, because I mean, the first person you lie to is yourself. Say the it. The first person you betray is yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the to thine own self be true. So all the truth is in there. And I know that. So if I'm going to do something, it's like, Natalie, come on now. You know, are you going to interact with your children knowing that you're tired and knowing this and that? And mm-hmm. it's about them when things don't go right. Come on, Natalie. Mm-hmm. Are you going to interact with your team? You understand? So I, it's it's about being able to, to stand in your truth. That's why personal development is like drugs to me. Right. I'm like... And this is, I don't get to, to get stuck in the success of yesterday. Yes, I was kind, I was j- gentle, I was patient, I was kind, I was long-suffering. That was yesterday. It's going to be a whole nother rodeo tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Yes. So I need to do the things that I need to do to be able to show up 100%, and that may be stepping away from some things that, that sounded like a good idea, as you mentioned, at that point, but it did not connect to the whole piece of everything I have to be I have to be mom I have to be leader I have to be this I have to be that and if if that idea sometimes is an island by itself yeah and doesn't fit in with the whole you know yeah if you don't have time to just stop and think about what you're thinking (laughs) man it'll you'll become overwhelmed absolutely I completely agree and I mean you made a good point a few minutes ago around creating your internal environment. But for all the Balanced Boldly listeners that are out there that don't really understand what that means or maybe haven't had an opportunity to do that, what do you do when you're creating your internal environment? So it's it's what I called um, your internal bed. You mm-hmm. know, you know, growing up in a Jamaican household, the first thing they would say, if your bed is not spread, your room is dirty, everything is out of order, you have to make your bed. So as I've matured, I said, well, how can I apply that in my life? Mm -hmm. Well, it's boundaries, expectations, and deadlines. So I have an inner bed. I have boundaries, I have expectations, and I have deadlines. So when you create this inner environment where your bed is made and everything is in order, it doesn't matter if you go into a crazy house, a crazy job, a crazy atmosphere, I can stay grounded because I know, one, my boundaries are in place. I'm not going to be any place that's a negative and, and, you know, toxic and stuff like that. So I have to make sure that there's nothing negative and toxic in me. Okay, check. That's done. I know if I enter a an environment that has that present then I know that my limits are there and I will not be here very long. Right. Right? Expectations. That has everything to do with relationships as do boundaries. But expectations is I expect that, you know, we're going to maintain respect, Mm -hmm. that, you know, certain things are going to be in place. And when those things are not met, I know that it's time for me to exit. (laughs) You know? I know that's Um, right. 
and deadlines. It's like, okay, you know, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, I need you to do this. And if you don't do that, there's the consequence. And a lot of it has to do with me knowing my limits, how long I can stay, you know, and how much I can take. And it's up. It's no one has to change. Mm-hmm. No one has to do what I tell them to do. Okay, this is where I humbly exit. So mm. when you carry this around with you, I mean, I am just happy all the time because I know that to to exceed my limitations would be to betray myself, would make me stress, would make me all these things that I do not allow in my space. So I'm not going to participate in. I know that's right. Like I'm not. I always say, tell the kids I'm not playing in these reindeer games. I'm not participating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. No, no. You can uh, take my name off of that list. I'll be in my room with people, and when you decide you want to, to be all right, you go ahead and knock on that door three times. <laughs> I know that's right, and I will invite you in for this opportunity to pivot <laughs> to a better version of yourself. <laughs> I love that. All right. Stay right there, Natalie. I want to take a quick break and give a little moment of respect. And as my husband hates when I say, pay a little homage to our sponsors. We'll be right back. Ever had a moment in your life where you stopped and said, you're simply not where you want to be? I know I could do better. Why can't I get myself to the next level? Or why do I feel stuck? Well, if this is you, I have the answer. My friend Lolly Doskel's new book, The Leadership Gap, What Gets Between You and Your Greatness, shines a light on the obstacles that keep us from achieving our dreams. Lolly's book provides simple and easy to implement solutions that will help you achieve the success you want in your life, career, and business. For those that don't know, Lolly Doskal is one of the most sought-after executive leadership coaches in the world. Her extensive cross-cultural expertise spans 14 countries, 6 languages, and hundreds of companies. If you want exceptional results, then order Lolly's book today. Go to theleadershipgapbook.com, identify your gaps, and get unstuck. Welcome back to Balance Boldly. We are in the room, virtual room, of course, with Natalie Fikes calling in from Atlanta, being her amazing, incredible self. Uh, Right before break, Natalie was breaking down for us the importance of having boundaries and setting expectations and making sure that you set deadlines. But you had such a good point in noting that you're not going to participate in things that stretch you beyond your own capacity, whatever your limits are that you've placed on yourself, you know, the healthy limits that you've placed on yourself so you don't get overextended. But Natalie, I'm curious, has that, did that come with a price? Like, was there that price that you paid that was super high that made you say, okay, that, that costs too much. I won't do that again. Like, what was that incident or issue that made you say, I need to set limits because I just overstretched myself and went into a place that did not give me a return on investment, right? Or m- might have even deduced some something from your emotional capital or your mental or spiritual or physical being because you overstretch yourself. Like, do you did you ever have that moment that made you say, I now need to do limits? Absolutely. And um, it's not just one moment that mm-hmm. I've had. Mm-hmm. I've had moments over time mm-hmm. and in different areas of my life. I found that because I did not communicate my truth, I was staying too long mm-hmm. or I was leaving too too early as it pertains to relationships. 
Um, I realized that, you know, because I come from a spiritual grounding, you know, that if I have it to give, I give it. So I was just giving and giving and giving and giving. And, and even giving when I didn't have, which, you know, I took it way too far. But I started realizing that, you know, it is, you can have healthy interactions with people. Let me see the people that I have healthy interactions with and, and realizing why that was a safe place for me. Mm-hmm. And it was because I was just able to be myself. So I said, well, wait a minute. Why would I want to be in relationships with people where I cannot be 100% myself? Mm-hmm. And so I started applying myself, realizing that they're really not in a real relationship with me if I am not 100% me anyway. So let me see what this relationship is going to look like if I'm really me. And with those boundaries, expectations, and deadlines in place, oh, it cleaned out a whole <laughs> lot of closets. You know, which freed me up emotionally from a lot of um, expired relationships. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about a price to pay, I feel that I paid the price that was necessary. You know, a lot of people view loss differently than I do. I believe that we're all on this train ride of life and and, and every stop is different for everyone else. Some people are going to get on and off and, Mm -hmm. you know, some people will last to the end. So I was holding people on for longer than they needed to be because I wasn't presenting 100% of myself. And And in finding that, oh my gosh, I'm actually happier, more content, I'm free, I'm peaceful, being me, then I got addicted to it. <laughs> and now I only attract people to me that fit into to that space, to that bed that is made. You know what I mean? Yes. And, oh my God, the freedom. I am just living life with my mantra, which is I don't want to be anywhere where I don't where I'm not welcome. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in anybody's life who if they're a one in my life, then I should be a one in their life. You know, if I'm a 50 on your list, then you're not going to be a one on my list, you know, like, and that's okay. And people come, people go. And at the end of the day, no matter what happens, Natalie, you're going to be okay. Absolutely. You hit so many points. You made me think back to, you know, I'm a really spiritual person as well. Um, One of my bishops said and some uh, he was having one of, you know, those moments when they go in, they like, oh, they went in everybody's closet. He went in and he said, too many of you are making five minute moments, hour long conversations. Uh, right. <laughs> Listen, I, and that was like five or six years ago. That still sticks with me because I was definitely that person who stayed too long and gave people positions they did not earn, gave them prioritization that they did not they, they didn't not only earn, but they didn't have the right to keep once I realized that they didn't have it. But I had my own issues with staying too long and not wanting to give up because I'm a giver and a loyalist and, you know, all those things that sound good on paper until you look at the other side of what's really underneath of that. And before I did my own personal development, got a therapist, got a coach, made sure I had an advising team, did all the things that we talk about with our clients until I did it myself to really look at my rooted issues 
issues for why was I taking these five minute moments and turning them into our week and month long conversations, which, you know, in real terms turns into years of a relationship that was very lopsided and not filled with reciprocity. Um, And I mean, personal and professional. So it wasn't always just the personal side, but sometimes professionally we're like, oh, you know, that person is a power partner or a a great reference or whatever the case we're using them for. But when is the last time that they actually offered you something of value, expertise, even a listening ear versus not being able to take your phone call all of a sudden before they couldn't get enough when they were down and out. Now they just, they're too busy for you or they, you know, you're constantly referring clients and uh, referral partners and power partners to them, but they haven't had an opportunity to send you one email that said, Hey, like that, uh, I don't know, that podcast that I heard or anything, like you're not getting anything from them. And I had to realize that my private expectation for other people to do what I would do for them was not fair, number one. It's not fair to hold that expectation that people that are in my life are going to be exactly like me because they're not. I'm in their life because I'm giving them something that they probably don't have themselves, right? Uh, My husband pointed that out to me so many times. Like, you have to remember, everyone's not going to be as sincere as you are. And it doesn't make them bad people. That just may not be their strength. And maybe that's why you're in their life to teach them how to be a friend, to teach them what loyalty is. And And also, more importantly, what are they offering to you? You know, maybe you need to, to learn some better boundaries. Maybe you need to learn how to not answer their call the way they not answer yours. <laughs> or whatever the case is. So I hear you. You hit the, the nail on the head. I was going to say the nose on the head, but that sounds violent. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you grow from that violent nail on the head. It gets better. So, right. So but, true. Uh, you know, with yourself. I mean, I have gotten so real with myself. Okay, let's look at my list. Who am I using? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who do I know is using me? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it doesn't mean, okay, on Facebook, friend them, do all that other stuff. But just be honest. Be honest. Know that when you're calling this person, that your intentions are to get something. And if you don't attach some sort of give to it, you're a taker just like other people are takers. So don't feel any type of way when it happens to you, Natalie. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, because it's all about, you know, reaping and sowing. Anything that is happening in my life is a result of a seed that I have sown or, you know, you got generational stuff too. But at this point, I'm sowing and I'm reaping and I am in a season of where I'm reaping all of this great stuff is because last season... I was doing a whole lot of sewing. Yes, yes. It's about transactions. We Relationships are just transactions. It's about deposits and withdrawals. So make sure that as you are withdrawn, you find a way to make some sort of deposit or sooner or later that account is going to be overdrawn and it's going to need to close or it's going to cause some sort of toxicity in your life. You know, and I look at it now as a mature adult from my angle first, not what's happening to me, but what I am doing and interacting with other people. And that is keeping me straight because how I'm going to talk about anybody else if I am doing the same thing. 
Absolutely. That's that rule. First partaker, right? You have, you gotta be the first partaker of your own messages of all of those moments when you feel self-righteous and there's injustice happening is looking at you and who you may be doing that same thing to other people, as well as to yourself, like not taking care of ourselves. Talk about uh, standing in your truth, what you mentioned a little while ago and, and boundaries. That is my definition of balance. Like I get that from people all the time. Well, there is no such thing as work-life balance. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's customized for you. All balance is, is your truth, your real truth over your boundaries. That's all it is. Making sure that you are standing in that and that you're making sure you're dividing up your time, your energy, and your resources with the appropriate boundaries. Otherwise, you fall into other people's expectations to use where you're going. And you mess up all kinds of deadlines because you're overextending and overcommitting and now regretting the give. And how horrible and, you know, being a little cheeky with the term selfish because you guys know I love being selfish because I use that in a very spiritual sense, taking that time for yourself that me time but you turn into this selfish in the negative sense giver because you're yeah you gave the phone call you gave the resource you gave the baby shower you threw the party for your sister you showed up at the the extra I don't know retreat or team meeting for work but you regretted it and how horrible is that for you to walk into a space not being in your truth putting on a fake smile you know, hugging someone insincerely because you don't really want to be there. You didn't really want to show up, because, but you overcommitted and overextended because you didn't have good boundaries. And that deadline, those expectations, all of that that you're talking about, Natalie, falls right into that, which is in a you know, short sense, my definition of what balance is and why you can have work-life balance. Stand in your truth and create some boundaries and you got all the balance you need um, in the hour that you can have it because we all rock and shake. You know, if you got kids and wear a bunch of hats and do all that stuff, it's obviously going to rock. But some of that is because we're not standing in our truth. You just hit so many, many points. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, um, under the guidance of... Uh, one of my coaches, Larry Winget, mm-hmm. he is the pit bull of personal development, okay? And he says stuff like, your life is your own fault, you know, <laughs> you're broke because you want to be, your children are your own fault, it's called work for a reason. I mean, it's just one of these things where it's like, your life, your relationships, your health, all of that stuff has nothing to do with who's in the White House and all this other stuff, you are exactly where you want to be right now because you want to be there. And if you did not want to be there, you wouldn't be there. Mm. Wow. What personal... I mean, what do you do when there are no excuses? Yes. When you sit in that truth and you say, listen, if I'm unhappy right now, it's because I want to be unhappy. Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. Your life will change. You are powerful. And like my boot camps and my workshops which is the MacGyver mindset, you know, is every problem has a solution. I have everything that I need right now. And the only time to act is now. Oh my gosh. I love that. What can you do? Do it now, whatever you want. But if you want to hold on and let go to things at the same time, to me, that's what anxiety is. Yes. Make a decision. You, what are you getting depressed for? Make a decision. <laughs> Something is going to happen, but pain is is really what life is all about. It's, it, life is a big sucker punch. Mm-hmm. You know? and, mm-hmm. and you have to decide, am I going to have growing pain or am I going to have staying pain? Because mm. it's 
you're all you're gonna have pain either way. So if you go, it's gonna hurt. If you stay, it's gonna hurt. But which one do you want? I know that's right. It's what the, what the athletes say: feel the burn and let it fuel you. <laughs> yes, feel so good when you're building muscle. Yes, yes. Yes, as opposed to the injury. Girl, you are preaching. You know, you and I could be on this podcast forever and ever. So I want to know, what do you do when you are in muscle recovery (laughs) and you are taking time to unapologetically pause for yourself away, you know, from your, your baby and your husband and your family and all of that? What do you do for yourself to really refuel during your pause time? Oh, I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is um, Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. And I remember when, you know, his Jenny had passed away, his mom was, you know, Jenny had left him again. Mm-hmm. His mom had passed away, and it was just too much for him. And he had just started running. <laughs> so my pause is to just go for a walk or a run at any time or any point in the day. Mm-hmm. I just felt like running. <laughs> and in all times, at all times, just worship, you know, because that is really my medicine is for me to just be. <sighs> I know that's right. Yes. Yeah. To take a breath. And I always say, give him his breath back. He gave yeah, it to you. I know that's right. You, you, you and I are very similar in the run and walk for the pause, you know, as one of the pauses, I like massages and stuff too, but you know, um, (laughs) you can do the pause, you can do the run and the walk on your own and not necessarily need anyone else involved in the massage part. Um, (laughs) Well, see, as a single woman, mm -hmm. you know, holding on to my virginity, time until the mister of your life comes forward we'll respect the walk and the run for your muscle recovery your emotional recovery and the worship for your spiritual praise and refueling how can everyone contact you natalie to follow up and get some more of the macgyver approach and learn more about cold next generation and everything else that you have going on absolutely the best way to reach me is at nataliefikes.com um you now, I am Natalie Fikes, so if you uh, hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, um, and the MacGyver Mindset will be set up soon, um, and I have a new um, conversation getting ready to get started. Called, it's called Naked and Unashamed. Yes. So, yes. Yes. So me and my girlfriends, we're definitely going to have you on also. We're just going to talk about things that power women talk about and just get our sisters together to get get it together so that we can really make the moves that we need to make because we are not under. We mm. just have to shed some things and a lot of it is baggage and yes. shame and all that. So you you know NatalieFikes.com, Natalie Fikes on Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, or call Nikita. Don't <laughs> hit me up because that's my girl. 
That's right. You know, I will put them right in touch with you. First of all, let me congratulate you in advance because, you know, I believe in celebrating in advance. Naked and unashamed, honey. I can't wait for that. One, because you had naked in there and my sex therapist had his on. Like, yes, yes. Um, And the second part of being unashamed, you know, that's the campaign behind Balance Bowley is we wanted this to be more than a podcast. We wanted to do exactly what we just did, which is to open up and have conversations aside from just you know what are your five tips what are your three tips we wanted to pull it back and shake the shame that stunts our growth personally and professionally like the topics that you were just talking about Natalie going in and recognizing when it's time to quit and all of that so we are in alignment naked and unashamed coming at you yes <laughs> I love that Natalie thank you so much for taking time out right before you had to hit the road especially because I know you have a lot of stuff in the queue and things going on so from here from us at Balance Bowley we appreciate you I appreciate you appreciating me and I appreciate you back <laughs> thank you so much Natalie stay right there I want to give just another humble thank you to Natalie Fikes for coming in and taking time to do what every expert should do every leader should do every impactor should do and make sure to take moments out of their day whatever that looks like for their own clients for prospects for strangers in the street but especially for us as we listen and share in the opportunity to to really get to know them better. Thank you again for planting positive seeds in the lives of our listeners and their relationships and in their business. If you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe rate and share this podcast I can't tell you guys enough when you subscribe you get notifications every week when it comes so if it doesn't come out at 801 and it comes out at 805 you won't have to miss one single episode (laughs) but make sure you subscribe rate and share so we can ensure that the bold and brave have access to the valuable balance tools that we offer we want to thank our sponsors once again for coming in and supporting us and sharing with their communities as well and spreading the message and for those of you who are not already members come on over and join the dreamers blueprint community it's a community of investors who have decided to seed into their selves and balance boldly just go to dreamersblueprint.com pretty pretty easy you can get there from figpro.com too but the dreamers blueprint seems to have a ring so go on over and obviously you guys know my favorite place to have deep conversations is on Twitter. So all things Balance Boldly, come on over to Twitter, IG, or Facebook at Balance Boldly so we can continue this amazing conversation. Of course, I like to sign off with a little bit of gentle honesty from Miss Natalie Fikes. You know, it's my take on something amazing that our experts have said that stuck with me. And her gentle honesty was stand in your truth by grounding in your boundaries, expectations, and deadlines hashtag no excuses from natalie fikes love that so much i'll see you next time on the next episode next week of course and until then set an intention to enjoy the balance of your day but do it boldly 